Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing Matilda. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for... Café de Ritz. We hit the jackpot, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to go to Café de Ritz. The dessert that falls on Matilda's plate, are you kidding me? (sighs) delicious please and oh my gosh we just need to talk about Rhea Perlman who plays Zinnia for a second she plays her so well did you know that originally Julie Kavner was considered for the role so we literally could have had Marge Simpson Matilda why is your Cheerio lying across the kitchen (laughs) poor Julie like her throat is like ruined I know another little bit of trivia that I found out the director Danny DeVito, amazing by the way. Love Danny DeVito. He originally wanted Mary-Kate and Ashley to play the role of Matilda. Oh. Could you imagine? That would have been such a different film. They would have been actually so good at that. I'm just a big Mary-Kate and Ashley fan. But yeah, Mara Wilson, that was like her prime cuteness time. So yes, she was hot off the set. Who's saying she's hot? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) That bow, honey, oh, got me hot under the collar. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> but thanks. Um, no, I was gonna say she was hot off the set of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Oh, so yeah. obviously she was getting like a million scripts sent to her, mm-hmm. and she really loved the Matilda book, yeah, by Roald Dahl. So when this script came in, she was like, "Yep, yeah, immediately, yes, like, I'm gonna do this." And hasn't it been said that like Danny DeVito used to really look after her in and around set? So like she used to go to his house and have yeah. dinners with him and stuff. Very sweet, yeah. Because um, Mara's mom was in hospital; she was having cancer treatment, mm. and her dad was working um so yeah Danny DeVito and and Rhea Palman really took her under their wing which is really sweet didn't Mara's mum pass away yeah Mm. that is really sad but apparently years later it came out that Danny visited her in hospital and played her a rough cut of the entire movie so that she could see it which is so sweet oh my god don't make me cry (laughs) oh my god Get <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get me back into yeah. the 
unsad mode. Yeah, I'm so excited to discuss this film. This is such like a comfort movie, isn't it? Totally. I... It's one of those films that I've actually never owned. I think it, I feel like when I have seen it, it's been like from Blockbuster or like catchy at a friend's house or on TV. It's always on like Channel 5 or whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah. family friendly. But yeah, this film really makes me crave waffles. Yes. For one. Not for one. For one. <laughs> for one. many. For many. And yeah. I'm excited to get into this. So shall we make a U-turn, Harry, and get into uh, best supporting character? I mean, I can't even do a Danny. What's a Danny DeVito impression? I'm smart. Yeah, no, no, that was that was me. That wasn't an official impression. Okay, you know what? Yes, fine. <laughs> See you there. Right, so now we're going on to best supporting character. Now, I'd like to start this with saying that Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito are actually married in real life. I know, quite the height difference, but they make it work. Danny's a funny guy. Like, if anything's going to compensate for a bit of height, it's that he's really funny. It's the lols. Yeah, completely. I think they're a really good couple. Yes. I love it. I'm here for it. I don't know, which character do you want to kick off with? I think that we should talk about Amanda Thripp they're sweet your mummy is a twit (laughs) (laughs) amanda thripp started the pink frame glasses revolution (laughs) revolution (laughs) you know what i mean yes yeah no she's adorable she's so sweet so she's the girl with pigtails that gets shot put is that the one the no the hammer curl is it it yeah discus one of those butch sports but like yeah she gets (laughs) one of those butch sports (laughs) She gets picked up by her pigtails and like swung. Yes, swung baby. Nearly onto the spiky fence. Oh my gosh, that was the most tense scene when you're a kid. And even though you've watched it 50 times, you always think there's a chance she might fall on that big spike. But you know what was such a power move? When she got the flowers? When she picks up the flowers and is like (laughs) waving them around. Like, bitch, pretend you're hurt because all you're going to do is go straight back to the Trunchbull's school. All the kids are cheering and it's like, should you be cheering when that like woman is so aggressive? Yeah. I don't know. Very scary. Trunchum Hall is scary. Oh, terrifying. Mm. So my sister Polly took me to see the Matilda musical for my birthday, which was amazing. She got us front row seats. What? Which was insane and a little bit scary because at one point all the kids are like swinging on these big swings and they come out past the stage and i'm like (laughs) Like, they nearly got me (laughs) but it was amazing and what i thought was really funny is that miss trunchbull Mm -hmm. is played by a man and another thing during the this amanda thrip scene do they throw a kid into the audience they kind of like allude to throwing her on the stage and then there's this projection of the child that goes all the way round the theater and then i missed it because i was still facing the front but they drop this like dummy of a child from the ceiling into the aisle (gasps) pretending it's her they all gather around the dummy and then the real actress is in that huddle and then she kind of jumps up she's like i'm okay and they're like Woo! she's definitely a contender yeah little cutie and speaking of another cutie let's chat about lavender oh my gosh she's so cute she's so cute i can't explain her voice it's so sweet <laughs> matilda's best friend lavender lavender with the massive gla- glasses that are bigger than her entire face i know all the kids in this film need glasses yeah what was in the drinking water at crunchy mall Newts. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, that's literally a plot point. 
Okay. Can we actually talk about another friend who is connected to Matilda and Lavender? Yes. Hortensia. Oh my God. Best name ever. <laughs> now that name might not ring a bell immediately to people, but it's their friend who goes to Truncham Hall, who's like seven feet tall. <laughs> She's such a nice girl. She's so tall for her age, isn't she? Yeah. Like, how old is she? It's supposed to be. This is supposed to be like primary school, right? Yeah. So weird. Maybe she just keeps getting held back a year. Oh yeah, maybe she can't get enough of the chokey. <laughs> I grew to love it. Choke me tighter, crunchy. <laughs> I mean, crunchy. <laughs> okay. From now on, in the pod, Miss. Transport is called Crunchy. <laughs> Honestly, I think that would make her more likable. A crunchy? Are you kidding me? Oh my God, I love a Crunchy. Same. I bet one of those chocolates in her box was a Crunchy. Uh, oh my God, best supporting character. The chocolate box. <laughs> it looked delicious. That little gold wrapper with the red stripes on. Oh, oh, I know it. I know it. Give me one of those. I read something recently about Frere Rocher's. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> Once they ate two Frere Rochers out of the box and my mum acted like we were going to go bankrupt <laughs> for like 12 years. <laughs> why did we think they were so expensive why? back in the day? They're literally, they're sold in a petrol station. Like, why do we think these were, I mean, amazing marketing, I guess, yeah. but these were lauded as like the pinnacle of dinner party gift, right? you know? Like, and it's literally, we went to, when we went to Amsterdam and went to like the Kinder Bueno shop, Frere Rocher is just an adult's Kinder Bueno. Yes. Although I know what I would prefer. Kinder Bueno. <laughs> Fine, but it's just all the same. So weird. Love it. But yeah, those chocolates were amazing. And I love that Matilda took two from the box with her mind, but then only gave one to Miss Honey. And she was like, I ate mine last night. It's like, oh, they're Miss Honey's. <laughs> or at least share the experience. Like yeah. have it with her, but no. I know what she did because she did what I would have done and looked to see which is the one that has hazelnut in. What and had the hazelnut? Like if she picked up two but didn't know what they were, yeah. guaranteed the one she gave to Miss Honey was like strawberry flavour. <laughs> <laughs> the red stripes indicate strawberry. <laughs> Do you know what I don't want? That Frambrose flavoured chocolate. <laughs> I don't mind a strawberry. I think the worst for me is anything dark. Yeah. But top of the list is caramel or fudge. Vanilla fudge. Oh my God. Okay. I need hazelnut every day of the week. See, I was a late bloomer. I, When I was a kid, I wouldn't eat the hazelnut. Yeah. Like I think it was my brother was allergic to nuts. So I was deprived of it as a kid. Yes. So now I'm like, oh, yeah. just love nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Literally and... <laughs> All kind of nuts. <laughs> right, who's next? Okay, I think um, <laughs> I think we should go on to Mr. Sticky. Now, that's not his official name. <laughs> God, she loves nuts. She loves Mr. Sticky. I... You know, the million dollar sticky host. Yes. For those idiots out there who don't know how to play, here's how it goes. For each correct answer, they'll move one step to our cube of cash. Once in our cube of cash, any money that sticks to your gooey body, you get to take home. What a game. <laughs> but also, your, your cash is sticky. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with it afterwards? No. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Mm. Mickey is his name. Get sticky with Mickey. Oh, okay. That was his real name. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sticky. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> they need to bring, like, a TV show like that to primetime. I, I feel, feel like-, like the cube could have been, like, a much more 
intellectual version of this. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's a cube. I know, but they could take a little bit of inspo. Like, I don't really want to watch The Wheel with Michael McIntyre. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. The girls who get it, get it. It's not a great show. <laughs> but anyway, the Wormwoods love that show. They do. But Matilda doesn't. She would much rather read Moby Dick. Yeah. Moby what? <laughs> I don't want you reading this filth. <laughs> and also, Matilda has a line that's like, "Call me Ishmael." Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Yes. I was quoting that right at the end of the film. I kept quoting that afterwards. Call, Call me Ishmael. Okay. So the other characters I want to discuss are the FBI agents, Bob and Bill. Okay. The um, they're selling speed bolts or something. Anyway, yeah, they're trying to take Mr. Wormwood down, aren't they? Yeah. Because they're just like, oh my gosh, he's selling illegal car parts or something. Like, I need a spin-off of just them. Like, what was it like in that car for the entire week? Like, I that's what I need. Eating burgers, <laughs> drinking milkshakes. Oh my god, the dream. So good. Okay, shall we award best supporting character? I mean, it's no one else, right? It's gotta be Brucey! Oh Bruce. Bug Trotter. Bruce, 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 Bruce. I mean, cursed with a surname and a bad haircut. Yeah, such a sweetheart. Everyone gets behind him. He like eats that chocolate cake, like shoves it in his face. Side note, that chocolate cake. I don't care if the cook's blood, sweat and tears went into that cake. It looks delicious. Oh my God, I know. Do you think that you could have finished it? No, but I (laughs) love... No. It did really make me crave a Betty Crocker fudge chocolate cake. Yeah, Yeah. yes, 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 yes. I know making from scratch is the best, but you can't beat a BC. BC? Yeah. Oh my God. I love a Betty Crocker mix. Brownies, are you kidding me? Divine. Divine Divine time. time. And Bruce is strong. Like the fact that he, first of all, ate the whole cake. Mm. Maybe the cake gave him this extra strength because at one point, Miss Trunchbull, crunchy... Crunchy, as she's commonly known. <laughs> crunchy to friends. <laughs> Imagine calling your friend Crunchy. Oh, what a horrible life. Um, but Crunchy smashes the glass plate over his head. I know. And he just takes it. So good on Bog. I hope that that was like a sugar plate and not a real plate. Yeah, well, if it's a sugar plate, he probably would have eaten it. <laughs> Bless him. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, next up is most iconic outfit. And the first thing that came to mind when I'm thinking about Matilda and Halloween costumes that I've seen is Miss Trunchbull. And she is two iconic looks. Mm-hmm. The first is her kind of military get up at school. So she starts with brown clunky shoes, gray and green knee high socks, a green military suit with it's either a skirt or it's shorts. Yeah. I think it's shorts. Or it's a skirt. Or a skirt. Or chunky brown leather belt at the waist, singed for the gods. Yeah. And then to top it off, black leather fingerless gloves and a riding crop. Like, where's your horse? Are you the horse? I just, I just need, I have questions. That is hilarious. I've seen people write as well, like other girls when they do a messy bun and then me. And then it's like a picture of Miss Trunchbull. Yes. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, the actress who plays Miss Trunchbull, they really had to make her look gross. Like it wasn't just a case of not wearing makeup. It was like, no, we're painting on like broken blood capillaries and like really making her grim. The rosacea was strong. And then like awful teeth. Yeah. Gray teeth. Mm -hmm. Greasy hair. Yeah. It was a lot. It was disgusting. She... (laughs) (laughs) disgusting she plays aunt marge in the third harry potter film the one who balloons up and flies away oh i need to need to watch that so she has the worst luck in in these films yeah she's got another quite iconic look doesn't she this is when we see her like out of hours yes just having fun in her 1972 olympics outfit (laughs) so it's that gray sweater green joggers boots and the same brown belt cinched i mean is that for like lumbar support or is it just fashion i'm not sure i quite like a waist belt that you can put over your coat oh yes yes yeah very very nice actually yeah Yeah, so i just wanted to shout out those at the beginning because i think i was gonna say cute not cute but memorable yeah yeah she loves a green and gray she knows what colors work for her do they (laughs) the gray matches my teeth (laughs) (laughs) oh Let's talk about her niece, Miss Honey. Yes, so, I love Miss Honey. Uh, Miss Honey is is the nicest teacher ever. She was giving me a combination of Sarah Paulson and Jennifer Garner. Oh, yeah. Like I was really getting that from her. Yeah, yeah. She, she was so sweet in this. She has three kind of iconic looks. First, it's her glasses when Matilda does that maths problem. Yeah. And she's like, pushes them up her face and goes, that's correct. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know? And then she's got her like floral dress and light pink cardigan. Yeah. Just like the definition of sweet yeah. teacher. Um, and then she's also in the end scene when she's adopted Matilda and there's like the montage of them living their best life. And she's got the dungarees and the pink t-shirt. Yes. That was really giving like the fun side yeah. of Miss Honey. That was it. It's like a yeah. hot, hot pink t-shirt and yeah, cute. Very, very cute. Just on the subject of that, I thought Matilda's tan wax jacket that she wears with her jeans and her little red ribbon when she's going to try and get the doll from crunchy's house i love that tan jacket so cute i thought very very cute one of my absolute favorite outfits is harry and his um glued hat yes i mean i still don't see how you glued your hat on harry (laughs) and then she has to use scissors to cut it off yeah she's like i don't think you should be wearing this at cafe de ritz (laughs) and like (laughs) he just can't get off his head yes because he thinks that the peroxide has made his head swell or like fused the the fibers have like fused oh, his yeah, head yeah, or something yeah. so yeah so funny i thought he looked good as blonde yeah yeah well, i yeah. get it well you know <laughs> but you yeah, know that's such a funny scene and i just love that and i love that I, she gets her own back you're a crook dad and then puts glue in his hat yeah super super glue super super glue mm. wow. have you ever got super glue stuck on your hands i have a few times actually but we have this like dissolver as well so it's always like fine yeah but it is scary you know when you have like intrusive thoughts Uh the idea of getting super glue on your hand and just like touching your eye (gasps) or like something i saw a tiktok very recently somebody mistook her eye drops (gasps) fuck off she literally hurt i'm so what Oh my god, what, Terry? Yeah. I'm not kidding. She literally squirted super glue in her eye. I can't. Did she go blind? She oh, was filming this TikTok at the hospital while oh they my were. God. I'm sure she was fine. No but fear unlocked. What the hell? Oh my gosh, that makes me feel. Why are you keeping super glue by your bedside table? You yeah. know, like, literally, what are you doing? People will do anything for likes. <laughs> She's like, do you know what would be really funny? And it's like that girl who put Gorilla Glue in her hair to like keep it flat. And I don't even know what happened to her, but she definitely had like her five minutes of fame. That was wild. What the hell, man? Yeah. That's so odd. Like I could understand if you like mistook like a little bottle of super glue for like eyelash glue or something, but I mm. drops. I drops on the ball. <laughs> my god hell. literal hell <laughs> i'm really shook okay but okay mr wormwood he is so iconic but i'm sorry but zinnia mrs wormwood her outfits are sensational honestly a fashion icon yeah. at this point trust me so i love her leopard blazer and skirt and she's got like gold chrome stick on nails so we see that outfit when they're running from the cops and trying to get matilda and like sign over her um adoption papers oh yes yeah then there's the red cardigan with red fur trim and the purple skirt that's what she's wearing when she's like oh my god i won the bingo you know <laughs> come on everyone i'm taking you to Loritz. <laughs> so good she also has that bingo outfit where she's wearing a gold metallic quilted cap, a blue metallic jacket with a red heart decal on the back that says bingo. Oh, love. And then she's wearing a red dress underneath it with matching earrings. Love. We see her throughout the film, like putting peroxide in her hair. Yes. Snickerdoodle. What did you do to your hair? <laughs> that's so good. Oh my God, that's really good. And then she has the pink visor and the pink crop jacket where she tells M- Matilda that soup's on the stove, but she makes pancakes instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
there's the iconic scene sort of right at the beginning where she's got like the foils in her hair, white trousers on and like a black lace top. She ate, basically. She ate. What did yeah. she do? Four plus four. <laughs> eight. <laughs> that was very advanced for me. That was cool. Yeah, I'm oh. going to use that on my Gen Z colleagues. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh my, my God, she's four plus four. <laughs> She'll be like, oh my God, you're so cool. But I think we both agree there is one outfit that Zinnia wears that has to be crowned most iconic. Oh yeah, baby. And it's the scene where Matilda sneaks into her parents' bedroom to do a little prankage yeah. on Mr. Wormwood. And she's sneaking out the room. She's on her hands and knees. And Zinnia suddenly gets up in her bed. And you think, shit, she's seen Matilda. No, no, no. Zinnia is wearing this incredible green eye mask with embroidered brown eyes on the top. And she's just staring coincidentally right where Matilda is, but obviously not seeing a thing. It's amazing and also just a little bit scary. Yeah, it definitely looks like something you could buy at Anthropology. <laughs> yeah, for like £45. Yeah. <laughs> and people will buy it. Yeah, including us. <laughs> if they did a Matilda collection, then yeah, maybe. Oh, that would be cool. They should sell, someone needs to sell that. Yeah. I'm too lazy to make this happen, but anyone listening, you can have that idea. Yeah, you've got Emily's blessing. And <laughs> Not only that, she coordinated her eye mask with blue and green rollers in her hair and this green and blue ruffly dressing gown that, I'm sorry, looks like a clown's costume. Like literally the circus is in town. Yeah. Step right up. Step right up. But do you know what? She is kind of chaotic. Like their whole house, like their bedroom and bathroom is cluttered. Yeah. And their house from the outside looks like something from the Flintstones. Yeah. It's a big house, you know, in all fairness. But yeah, it does look like the Flintstone. Yeah. You know who's got an even bigger house? Trunchy. Sorry, Crunchy. (laughs) Crunchy's house is huge. It's like a literal mansion. Yeah. It's insane. But it's not actually hers, is it? It belongs to Magnus. No. Well, yeah, exactly. So I'm Mm. glad that... Miss Honey gets it back at the end. Yeah. Thank God, Harry. Snickerdoodle. Shall we go on to best musical moment? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) That's my new nickname for you. Snickerdoodle. Sounds delicious. (laughs) So next up is best musical moment. And I feel like this is going to be a short category because aside from like the film score, there's two songs in this entire movie yeah when there's only two songs in a movie does that mean the budget's smaller or does it mean it's bigger because they got someone to compose other songs oh i don't know Mm. don't know sure well i think our first song that we're going to discuss is going to make everyone crave pancakes (laughs) (laughs) yes it's called send me on my way by someone called rusted root okay how those grammys rusty I mean, it is a good song. If He's picking up royalties from this film, though. So Rusty is laughing. True. But he's got a stack of Donald Duck pancakes with him right now. Yeah. <laughs> and every time he goes to the bank to collect his check, he sings, On my way. <laughs> on my way. On my way. And if you hadn't guessed, that's the, that's how the song goes. That's the song, yes. Mm, on my way. Do, 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 do. On um, my way. But is that when she's walking to the library? Yes, with her little cute red little truck thing. Very cute. And then also at the end, I think, as well, when yeah. they're... Isn't, is it playing when they're running around and rolling on the carpet or is that? Oh yeah, maybe. I think they reuse it. Yeah. I do like when she's at the library and it's playing and there's that really nice armchair that she gets into. It looks so comfy. I, okay. I was going to save this for Can We Discuss, but 
what library is this? <laughs> the children's library that Matilda goes to looks incredible. Beautiful. Beautiful and huge yeah. as well. And then when she's reading the books, she does that little like... <laughs> Like laughing to herself. Yeah. Yeah. She's having like the best time. Yeah. I wish I shared that passion for books. Mm. You love books. I love non-fiction books. You love non-fiction books. So would you say that you chose books and I chose looks? Don't answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! I blame myself. (laughs) Do you know what? You are actually wearing shorts and a green top. And white socks. All right, all right. So you've chosen the trunchy colours today without even meaning to. Wow, I manifested it. And oh my God, did I not take off a grey sweater (laughs) earlier because I was hot? Oh my God, I'm trunchy. Oh my God. I thought you were covering your mouth. I thought you just covered your mouth because you threw up in your mouth. Oh, no, hiding my grey teeth. Oh my God. Wow, I'm on my way to the cosmetic surgeon. (laughs) Oh my, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god right okay okay next song next song well I... the last song i think our best musical moment oh yes it has to be little bitty pretty one yes so this is the song where she's realized she's got these like psychic powers to be able to like move stuff and yes. she's moving everything in the house she's turning on light shades she's making papers fly across the room yeah she's like- poker chips and playing cards she's opening the curtain yeah turning on the hi-fi mm-hmm. she's having a great time yeah how does it go hey little pretty one Woo! come on and talk to me Hey! Because I'm down on my knees. Do, 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 do. Something like that. Oi. You know when you know a song, but you don't really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Apparently, Mara Wilson, who plays Matilda, was really, really self conscious filming that. So, Danny DeVito got all the crew to dance along with her behind the camera so she didn't feel Cute. like um, a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> It's a weird scene to film when you don't have all the stuff actually flying around you. So props for Danny for for doing that. Yeah. I love that. Danny DeVito is a lovely man. Lovely guy. Mm. I also thought it was really funny. This song is sung by a guy called Thurston Harris. And it just reminded me of that time you went on a date with a guy who's surname was Thurston. And he took you out for dinner and he ordered himself a chocolate milkshake. It's still cinched in my brain. I was 15. No, maybe 18. a bit older. I was eighteen. Yeah, and I was expecting like wine and dine. Wine and dine. Sixty nine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he took me to like a restaurant with like the brightest light that could ever. Do you know what I mean? Like no ambiance whatsoever. No. And ordered a chocolate fudge brownie milkshake. <laughs> which look, side note, delicious, but wrong. Not for a first date. No, I feel setting. like you ordered a black coffee or something. Yeah. The yeah. staff looked at me like, oh honey, sorry. Poor girl. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I went to that same restaurant years later, just with a friend, and in the booth next to us. Was him? <laughs> <laughs> no, always there. But it was a guy and a girl clearly on their first date because they were looking so awkward and they were both having milkshakes and the guy threw up his milkshake all over himself and the table can you imagine like 
insane. What the hell? Like, tell me a worst first date story. Like, oh yeah, I threw up over myself in front of this date. Like, PSA, never go on a date to Byron Burger. (laughs) Fuck. So weird. (laughs) So weird. Anyway, you've got to kiss a few frogs, right? Who love chocolate milkshake. Yeah. (laughs) Or in this case, a few newts. Okay, so now we're going on to best quote, and this film is very quotable. I'd like us to start with back and forth between Harry, Zinnia, and Matilda. It goes something like this. Dearest Pie, how old is Matilda? Four. I'm six and a half, mummy. Five then. I was six in August. You're a liar. I want to go to school. School? It's out of the question. Who would be here to sign for the packages? (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. That's like me every day knowing that i've only ordered something online just for the rush of waiting for it to arrive (laughs) you know (laughs) right it's just a little treat for me (laughs) if you don't know the name of your delivery driver who even are you yeah (laughs) you're not ordering enough (laughs) i am on great terms with ken (laughs) my delivery driver you know you know when you've got an addiction to zara i like at the school when Miss Trunchbull is teaching Miss Honey's class mm. and Amanda Thripp is like, she taught us with a poem. And Trunchbull is like, a poem, how sweet. What poem would that be? And then Amanda goes, Mrs. D, Mrs. I, Mrs. F, F, I, Mrs. C, Mrs. U, Mrs. L, T, Y. And Trunchbull's like, why are all these women married? Honestly, truth, sister. <laughs> She's the feminist hero I never knew I needed. <laughs> Crunchy. Crunchy. <laughs> Crunchy like cornflakes. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, okay, I love this scene. It's another one when they're in the classroom and Matilda magics the chalk to write a message from Magnus on the chalkboard yeah. to scare Miss Trunchbull. And it's like, Agatha, this is Magnus. Give my little bumblebee her house and her money. Then get out of town. If you don't, I will get you. I will get you like you got me. That is a promise. I would freak. Right? And then they spin her on that globe. Yeah. You know, they did that chalk scene in real life that wasn't special effects they got i mean apart from the bit where the chalk actually like flies in the air they had somebody behind the chalkboard writing it backwards and there was a magnet that was connected to the chalk (gasps) on the other side that would write it the right way around oh my gosh such a fun fact i know read that on imdb oh my god i love imdb (laughs) (laughs) well we do all our research (laughs) that and buzzfeed Thank you, BuzzFeed USA. That's all I've got to say. (laughs) There's also another scene in the classroom where Miss Honey says to Matilda, you like to read? Oh, yes. I love to read. Lately, I've been reading Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens. (laughs) I could read him every day. (laughs) That was intentional, by the way, because, again, I read online that um, in Roald Dahl's book, The BFG, he always 
get the words mixed up or the letters mixed up. So yeah. that was kind of like a callback to a different Roald Dahl book. Charles Dickens is a fantastic writer, but I really dislike these people that make their personality that they love like Charles Dickens and they read Pride and Prejudice and they're like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like other books exist. I know. Yeah. Ever heard of The Hunger Games? <laughs> it's by Suzanne Collins and she's the tit. <laughs> and I've always said that. <laughs> There's a scene between Agatha or Mrs. Trunchbull and Harry Wormwood where she's trying to get her car from him. And she asks Harry if he's got any brats himself. And he's like, yeah, I got a boy, Mikey. And one mistake, Matilda. They're all mistakes, children. Filthy, nasty things. Glad I never was one. (laughs) Crunchy. Wait, what? (laughs) Crunchy is getting things all wrong. Yeah, I love that she also says to a child, you're too small, grow up. Quicker. Like, what? <laughs> she said that to Harisha. What was her name? <laughs> Harisha Hortensia. <laughs> she said that to Hortensia. Sorry. Harisha. Harisha Franklin. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, I- <laughs> you know what? Lavender kind of looks like Franklin the turtle <laughs> with the glasses. Oh my God. Franklin is my favorite. Favorite cartoon yes. character of all time. Yeah. There is Franklin. <laughs> no? No. Anyone? No. Okay. okay, back to best quotes. What do we feel is is gonna be? Uh okay, for me it has to be Zinnia Wormwood one. She's got so many good ones, Harry, you know? Really, really good ones. But the one that I really like is You're the only daughter I ever had, Matilda. And I never understood you. Not one little bit. Who's got a pen? <laughs> so good that impression is amazing and it's like the one nice thing we see from zinnia and harry but the thing is throughout the film i was thinking this just re-watching it because it's been so many years since i've seen it zinnia's not a horrible person she's just like a little bit clueless with how to be she's actually she's got her caring side you know soups on the stove honey this is him i'm just you know here it is she's just clueless she's just like you know she's got her own she's busy with her own life really and she doesn't really have time for the kids yeah it's harry who's like annoyed that the baby cost five thousand dollars and you know for her to be born and all of this sort of stuff and she's just like it is what it is you know um she's not mad about it she's got mikey already yeah you know so she's nice and she knew what was best for matilda in that bit like okay signs over the paperwork brilliant yeah anyway i would love to go to bingo with zinnia oh my god she would be great she would win us the jackpot barney <laughs> we'd be eating at cafe la ritz tonight <laughs> is that what it was yeah yes well it was the ritz but she calls it la ritz because it makes it sound more fancy <laughs> Okay, next up is Can We Discuss? And there was a part in the script that was kind of like a blink and you miss it. Mm. Did you get that Miss Honey pays $50 rent per month? Sorry? For that gorgeous cottage. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, she said she rents it from a rhubarb farmer and she pays $50. $50? Bloody bargain! That is such a bargain. It's very small though. Uh, yeah, but it's just her. I mean, you're getting a skip for that in London. <laughs> On the other end of the spectrum, we have the massive house that crunchy lives in yeah that scene where (gasps) they are hiding from her in the house is 
so anxiety inducing yeah it's terrifying to watch when they're running down the stairs and the pots and pans are going yes and then they realize that the escape route at the back the chain is yes. connected so it's like how do they even get out so they have to climb through that tiny window yes and the bit where crunchy's like <laughs> crunchy is like running after matilda goes in the kitchen is like like sniffing her yeah to see like trying to sniff where matilda is and matilda has to cling herself to the top of the table yeah how did she do that i'm not sure i wondered whether they filmed that put the table upside upside down down. and got her like lying and then quite possibly yeah yeah smart so yeah that's terrifying so terrifying and also that scene where the portrait of magnus comes flying down (gasps) from the first floor swoops down that is terrifying yeah did you know that that portrait is actually rolled off yeah, it's a picture of Roldal. Oh my god! Oh, that's a really nice touch. I know Roldal looked good back in the day. Yes, I just had one last thing. At the very beginning, the narrator says some will grow up to be butchers or bakers or candlestick makers. Is a candlestick maker really an entire career? Like it's giving side hustle. Yes, like Etsy side hustle. Yes, do it in the garage on the weekends. Pots and pans. Put your wax beads into the pan. Ah. Cut the wicks. Yeah. Did you know? I mean, it sounds like you really know a lot about candlestick making. I love a candle. <laughs> I do. I really <laughs> do. We, we discussed this in the Harry Potter episode. Yes. I love a tapered candle. Yes. So what are you going to do? <laughs> well, maybe you will be a candlestick maker. One day. Fine. Never say never. <laughs> <laughs> if we never have a season seven, it's because you've gone full time with your candlestick hobby. Oh, my way. They'll be called On My Way Candles. Yes. <laughs> Love. And they'll be tied with a red ribbon. I mean, look, we've got a business model. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it sounds like we've just created something. <laughs> okay, let, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it, Barney. We'll talk about it. <laughs> okay, so now we're going on to trivia. And I would like to know how expensive it was for the bar of soap that Zinnia used at the hospital. Was it twenty dollars? No, it was nine dollars twenty-five. Oh, you know. Okay. Yeah. Still pricey. Yeah. What yeah. the heck? That is so pricey. Costs <laughs> like two pound for a bar of dove. No. <laughs> anyway, on to you. Okay, so I want you to name three of the things Harry does to sell that used car to kind <gasps> of you know spruce it up. A oh, bit. okay. So he glues on the bumper. Yes. He uses the super super glue. Yeah. He uses a, um, what's it called? A electric screw drill or screwdriver, whatever, to take the mileage down. Yes. He's like, Mikey, look at this. Um, and it ticks over. And then what else does he do? He does something to quieten the engine. Oh, he puts like sawdust into the engine. Yes. Yay. Oh, he's a crook, dad. What was it that gave Matilda the key to her power? Um, Wasn't it just like... Being shouted at, getting angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get that point. It was Harry's ranting and raving. Oh. Mm. And I also love that the narrator is Danny DeVito. Yes, He's but with a... Nice voice. Nice voice. Yes. Yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, can you tell me two of the sports that Crunchy does in the Olympics? Discus or javelin? Yes. Shot put. Yes. I would have also accepted hammer throw. Oh. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> what did Miss Honey say that Magnus used to call her? Bumblebee. 
Yes, very nice. Okay, can you tell me the name of the China doll that Miss Honey left at Crunchy's house? Oh, what was the China doll called? I want to call her like Missy or something. Oh, so close. Lissy doll. Oh. Yes. Oh yeah, Lissy. Okay, my question to you. How old was Matilda by the time she'd read everything in the house? She four. Yes. Yay! (laughs) Great. Can you tell me what two-year-old Matilda makes herself for breakfast? Two-year-old Matilda? Maybe it's four-year-old Matilda. Oh, waffles? No. Oh. Very close, though. Pancakes? Yes! (laughs) And no syrup. So dry. They look dry, don't they? Um, My final question to you. What does Mikey throw at Matilda in the beginning scene? It's not, and I'll give you a clue, it's not the carrot. Oh, no. What does he throw at Matilda? Peas? No. Marshmallows. Oh. Throughout the whole film, this film is sponsored by marshmallows, I feel like. Really? Yeah. Watch it again. They're eating them 24-7. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. My last question to you. Mm. When Matilda is in Miss Honey's class, Miss Honey starts asking some multiplication questions. Can you tell me what 13 times 379 is? No, I don't. I I can't even remember what it was from the film. 4,927. 4,927. <laughs> she loves to whisper. She, yeah. Little, little Mara wi- whisper. <laughs> little Mara whisper. <laughs> yes. So we've got Crunchy. We've got Little Mara whisper. Oh my God, I'm crying. <laughs> I was supposed to say Mara Wilson. <laughs> when I said Mara whisper. <laughs> <laughs> No more whisper. Uh, anyway. Wow, we're ending this podcast on a high. Yeah. That was so great. <laughs> oh my God, Matilda is just the perfect film. I love it. It's amazing. I'm so glad that we got to do this. This was highly requested mm-hmm. by our listeners. So I'm glad we did it. And maybe next season we'll do the musical. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go drink a newt. I'll have it on the rocks, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting on a rock. 